One of my favorite things to do is share stories of what my students have overcome in their wins to inspire you to keep going. I can't wait for you to meet Lindsay Linhoff, a working photographer of 15 years who had always offered her clients digital files until October when Lindsay decided to go in on the boutique model. Within a few short weeks, Lindsay had 12 bookings and a $5,000 order. I know the thought of ditching the digitals can be so scary, especially when you have clients you've worked with for years who are used to getting them. So I want you to hear what happened to Lindsay when she became boutique. Let's do this. So the real question is, how are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first? without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time. I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast, and I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. Lindsay, 15 years of being shoot and burn, which is what, you know, it's called you shoot a bunch of images, you burn into a CD or, or you give those digital files. So during those 15 years, you were also working. Talk a little bit about what your life looked like in those 15 years, can ya? Yeah, so I, I actually went to college for two years to study photography. And then I just never, it just never really like took off to where I didn't have to have a job. So I always kind of used it to sort of supplement. It was like, oh, I have a huge bill coming up or I know I wanna take this vacation. So I, I never had trouble finding like, cheap kind of work I guess but then I just kind of decided that I didn't want it to be my secondary anymore so I'm just working it to be my primary and I it actually is so cool because I can see that it's going to work and I feel like I have to prepare myself for what my life will look like once I do succeed because I know that as soon as I take one of Sarah's ideas and run with it. It's going to work. So I need to be prepared for it. So it's really nice. So share about your full-time job. Cause you work, do you work like a 40 hour normal week or do you have different hours? Yeah. Yeah. I work a 40 hour week for a city. So, and I, I love my job. I do. I, I like the job. I like the people I work with, but it, there's no creativity to it. So I can enjoy it because I don't allow myself to hate it. Yeah. But I mean, the clients that I've been working with since I started working with Sarah have been so much better and they're more fun and I, they're enriching my life now. Yeah. 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 They really do become friends. So, okay. So you are working in this job, you're doing photography, you were shooting and giving, like, give us an idea. What were you charging for and how many digital files did people get? Generally, I would do $250 and they'd get 12 to 15 images. Okay. But like my specialty is in fairies and unicorns. And so the work on the front end, like 
to make the dresses and acquire the props and get the unicorn and get everybody together and get a tea party set up like no 250 bucks you are doing all of that for 250 dollars yeah that's what really pushed me over the edge where I was like all right this is not working this is not sustainable (laughs) you loved it right because you were doing it you're like this is what I do for fun on the weekends like this is more it's a hobby and it's like you said a little extra income when you needed it yeah So how did you stumble upon the boutique model? Because you probably just thought that's the only way to make money with photography, right? Selling digital files. Is that what you thought? Mm -hmm. In fact, I actually would tell clients, like they would say, so how, what do you get for this 250? And I would say that I'm exclusively digital because that's what people are looking for these days. And I'd be like, I can make prints for you if you want. I'm happy to do that, but blah, blah, blah. Um, But why, why would they, if they have yeah. a file? So. Yeah. And the sad thing is like, when we go from the client's perspective, you did this beautiful work with these uh-huh. unicorns and this beautiful work, and they probably have it in a drawer somewhere. Uh-huh. Doesn't that make yeah. you mad? Like even yes. the fact that you didn't really make money on it, then the fact is uh-huh. that they didn't even ever go like, that should be a little girl's, you know, Gucci bag. Like that's the statement piece (laughs) of your childhood that is like, look how cool I am at five with my unicorn and my fairy. Like, I just think that is worth investing whatever you charge in. So how did you find out? I, I don't even know. Like, how did you find us? How did you find out about the boutique model? Did you stumble upon this, this, or how did you, yeah, go, oh wait, there's a different way. (laughs) well I had stumbled like I had done like google searches of like easy marketing ideas for photographers and so your videos would pop up so I kind of recognized who you were and I had taken a few of those ideas and they kind of kind of worked a little bit but then I saw your five-day challenge and I was like all right it's free why would I not do it it's free it's fine and then I feel like I always tell my husband that I feel like my brain literally turned inside of my head during that five days. Cause I was like, Oh, that makes a lot of sense. And so, cause there's a, there's a bougie boutique studio here in town and they're charging $1,500 for an 11 by 14 canvas. And I always thought, how, how the heck are you getting people to pay that? And then it started to make sense. And then I, I feel like with that understanding, I was able to like, put myself in their shoes and actually realize that I could be successful at it. Yeah. Cause you probably were like, well, you're assuming, cause all you know is like, I do these things for $250 yeah. and then I would just sell them this $1,500 thing on the back end, and it doesn't work that way. Right. No. So it helped in the challenge for you to see all the pieces to the puzzle. Yeah. You like, here's a picture box. Here are all the pieces. Cause like you said, you were grabbing like one puzzle piece from a video here and one puzzle piece from a video there. And you're like, Oh, this is kind of starting to look like a puzzle, but what's it look like next? Yeah. 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 So you did the challenge and then you were like, Oh my gosh, I have the opportunity to do a class and you jumped in. Yeah. Boutique breakthrough back in October, which was just a couple months ago. Yeah. Yeah. I had was that scary? Cause you were probably like, Oh my gosh, I'm so, I mean, I don't even know what, it, what was that like? You know, I really wasn't scared because I was so, I mean, like I enjoyed the five day challenge so much and it worked so quickly and so well that there, I didn't doubt that I would be successful with boutique breakthrough. Um, and so I, 
I, I really had very little hesitation when I did it. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Awesome. I mean, everybody's story is different. I'm always yeah. fascinated to yeah. hear like how people get to that decision. Cause it is a lot, right? It's scary yeah. to invest in yourself uh -huh. you, you, so you were like, I'll make this money back. Right. I've, I've heard stories. I've seen it. I'm just, mm -hmm. I'm going to go all in and make the money back. Yeah, pretty much. I, I just kind of went into it. I told my husband like this girl, Sarah, is living my dream like that's you're doing what I want to be doing and if what I was doing up to this point was working I wouldn't be here so what she's doing is working and why would I not want to be doing that yeah they say that's the definition of insanity right yeah. doing the same thing yeah. and expecting different results you're like okay I know this doesn't work let's just go check this other thing out yeah. Okay. So what I want to do is go through, we went through the nine steps like of my system. I want to go through those nine steps of my system and kind of ask you at each point, was that scary? Was that easy? Was that hard? Because everybody has a different experience and you had such amazing results. I want people to see that, oh, she too, isn't a magic unicorn that like, oh, every little part was easy. Cause there are hard parts for everybody all along the way. So the, when we worked with you, like it goes fast, right? So yeah. when we started, we, we scrubbed through in the first week, um, your brand, your logo, you're getting legal. How hard was that for you? Um, I mean, after 15 years, I kind of had, I, I had a lot of that together already. I watched other people in the group kind of struggling with their logo and like agonizing over which font to use. Um, so that was kind of challenging because I, it started to make me think, oh, is my logo really as awesome yeah, as yeah, I yeah. it is? And so yeah. I, I ended up going with it. So yes, it, it was pretty good, but yeah. um, I, the branding thing wasn't really too much of a huge struggle for yep. me because I'd already just kind of by default throughout the years had to do it. Yep. So you had your name, you had things settled and it, it's fun watching everyone else too. That's what I love about yeah. small group learning is it's like, if nothing else, it makes you go, okay, I've got this. I've got this. Yeah. Check the box. Well, you think you do. And then you, you actually force yourself to ask, do I really? Yeah. And you'd make it better. You could yeah, always get it better. Okay. So then day two, we went in and we, we, we talk about your what and your why, because that's a big part of the seven B's that you learn later, right? Talking on the phone to people. How was that hard for you to talk about? Cause I mean, just doing fairies and unicorns that makes you, that separates you from everyone, but was that part of the process hard or how did that hit with you? Yeah, it, it was. Cause I've, I've never personally been into writing things down and getting into very much the what and the why it's like, well, what do you mean? What and why I take pictures because I enjoy it. What, what more do you need to know? But then being pushed to really, really actually go in depth and answer that question. Yeah. And it's funny because it makes you realize that there's a lot more to it than you just enjoy taking pictures and having people pay you. And yeah. then the belief comes in, like the realization and the belief comes in and then talking to people about it. I actually feel really prideful, I guess, now when I talk to people. It's interesting because I always tell people, if I can take your words and apply it to all of us, that, that isn't good enough. Like you said, oh, I like to take pictures. We can all say that. Yeah. Right. What's different about you? So you really have to do, you do have to do some deep digging and deep yeah. work. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Cause you brought up talking to people, introvert or extrovert, hardcore introvert for life all the way. <laughs> <laughs> I hate okay. starting conversations with people. 
<laughs> yes, which is what I'm so glad you said that because I know so many people listening that's been holding them back. But you were also in business for 15 years. So you obviously had talked to some people, but it still horrified you. Is that like, talk about that a little bit. Well, I, so I don't think I ever really took a proactive approach to getting to know people before even pitching photography to them at all, which is something that I learned with the boutique program is that like, if you go to a kid's sporting events and you sit there and talk to the parents, like I would go for a while where I will talk about anything but photography. I just ask them questions about their lives and just get them talking, I guess, as opposed to me having to carry the conversation. So that helps a lot. And then you get comfortable with people and then you can just start talking to them about photography and they're, they're more invested. They care a little bit more. People like to talk about themselves. So I let them do it (laughs) (laughs) for sure. And that's where, you know, I think introverts knowing what to say and and how to say it, having a system really helps you, but it's weird. I think it too, with people, they build up this, I'm this awesome person, right? I've worked my whole life to become this like awesome, confident person. And then when I have to talk about my photography, I go back to this all this insecure place of high school where I'm not good enough. And I have to talk about price and I'm salesy and yucky. And, and I think that's something that I don't know if you learned this, but I feel like I had to learn it that you have, they're all the same thing. And it, once you start to be comfortable with who you are as an entrepreneur, and when you learn to start talking about that up front, the fear should go away. So day three, <laughs> day three, we were together eight weeks and day yeah. three got real, right? Yes. What <laughs> happened day three? Was that the, uh, pricing day pricing day yep so <laughs> we laid out like this is what boutique pricing looks like this is what uh-huh. it looks like to be profitable and it's pretty heavy like that's the heaviest yeah. i know i try to really distill down what people just what people need to know to go get that julie yeah. and go rock their business julie being yeah. a $1000 client and so how did that i mean cuz you were selling everything for $250 so all of a sudden it's like oh my gosh so i remember cuz i i remember filling in the template with examples of pricing that you were giving and I'd type it in I'd be like <laughs> that's funny <laughs> like I, like I just did it because I was like Sarah's telling me to do it so I'm whatever I'll just do it but then by the end I actually went in and raised the prices more because I was like no that's not enough like I can do this oh my <laughs> gosh that gave me chills seriously yeah so it, it was really meaty because there's a lot to it but it is the most satisfying part of it too, because something about seeing your work in print with this big price tag behind it, it makes you feel like, well, yeah, I'm worth that. Of course I am. Why wouldn't I charge that? Yeah. Do you think too, like, I know we do this as a group and I used to do one-on-one coaching years ago. And when you're all alone, you know, and someone tells you to do this, but then when you see all the other people doing it, it kind of normalizes it, doesn't it? Yeah. All right, we're all scared and we're all doing it and everyone else is doing it. So let's just all do it. Yeah. 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 And the critique you, we, we had critiqued for you. Did yeah. you, were you like, okay, that makes me feel better. I feel confident to do, go and order these now. Yes. Yeah. And I was really excited because I ordered some samples of my own work oddly, but it was so cool. Like, cause I ordered the really a big canvas to take to presentations and it is the coolest thing to see people like to see clients, their eyes always get really big and they're like, wow. (laughs) 
Yeah. So did so, you not have a big sample before that? Uh-uh. Oh God, no. I, I was all digital. Okay. I, I, I know, played it. So yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people are that way. You're like, oh, they'll, they'll just want it and they'll buy it. But then you realize yeah. oh, I don't even have big, yeah. I don't even have something big. And when you yeah. see it big, it does validate you. Right. It makes you go, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Yeah. Okay. So you ordered the price list when the price list came and you opened the box. Mm-hmm. I know we have everybody kind of do an unboxing and show uh-huh. it, but like, how did you feel when you opened those cool, cool, cool price lists? <laughs> um, I looked at it and I was like, dang, that came out of me. Like, this is kind of the first time in my photographic career where I've actually looked at my own stuff and been surprised that I made it. And it's the coolest thing. Like, isn't it beautiful? Like I made this. (laughs) That is so beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That is so beautiful. And it just makes you feel good. I remember having a student years ago who told me someone offered to buy that from him. Can I buy one of those? Oh, <laughs> like, oh no, you, this is for you. And he's yeah. like, my, my prices, but wow. You know, if they want to pay you for your price list that you're, yeah. you're establishing value. Yeah. So now when you're talking to clients, don't you feel so valid mm-hmm. when you're giving them that you feel amazing? Yeah. yeah. It's funny because one of our go-to photographers here in town is like, she, she's one of the really well-known people. So I always assumed that she was really expensive, but then a friend of mine went and did a session with her and I called her up and I shamed her for not coming to me first. And then I asked her, you know, what, what did this other photographer charge you? What are you getting for it? Like, how did that process work? And she said she paid her $400 and she's got a whole CD of digital files. So it made me think that she wasn't as good as I thought she was. Yes. Yes. I think everybody builds that up in their mind that, oh, someone else is making all this money. Yeah. I assumed that she was expensive. And then to find that she's not, it almost discredited her. So then I thought, well, are people discrediting me because I'm not charging enough? Probably. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. Okay. So then the next thing you got through that, tuck that away. You feel you're getting confidence at this point. Then before we sent you out to go get a client. We taught you how to talk to your clients. So step four is the first phone call. We break it down into seven B's where you go through, which you introverts love, right? This, these are the order you say things. You got to go over price. You got to go over all these different things. How hard was that? Was that hard for you? Or was that exciting as an introvert? Maybe that was scary. It, it was in the very beginning because, and to that point, I had pretty much exclusively booked people through Facebook and messaging. So I wouldn't even really talk to people until they got to the shoot. And so it was really like the first two, I was going down the list, like militant step one, step two, step three. But I find that once you get the clients talking, it leads the conversation. And if you're like introverts, it's easy for us to listen. So you listen and then you remember, and then you just start having a conversation with a person as opposed to desperately trying to get them to book with you. Yeah. And yeah. It, it helps a lot to get them relaxed and to, it relaxed me a lot just to listen to them talk. Yeah. And it helped a lot to know what I was going to say next. So I didn't feel like I would be stuck as soon as they're done with their sentence. Yes. So we gave you four different act marketing activities to go out and do because guys, marketing makes the phone ring. Sailing is what you say when you talk to them. So you went out and generated, how many leads did you generate to touch to practice this, these seven B's with? Um, I got 56 messages in two days. <laughs> 56 leads. <laughs> I was like totally I, unprepared. 
Yeah, had no idea. And I posted it like late at night because I was thinking, okay, people are kind of going to bed. They're winding down for the night. They're not going to want to start a conversation at nine o'clock at night. I was very wrong. <laughs> so you thought I, I'm going to get these people on the phone. I'm going to go through the seven B's and you did yeah. that. And how many of those did you book? 12. 12 bookings, 12 yeah. right fit bookings. Do you feel like looking back that were they all right fit or did anybody get in that maybe wasn't? Um, most of them were. Yeah. And yeah. like, I, I would probably be even pickier now having gone through boutique breakthrough. I probably wouldn't have even done the 12 because I feel like I would be able to recognize quicker who's going to continue on and invest with me and who's not. Yeah. You get more confidence in talking yeah. about what you do, right? Which is yeah. a dog whistle to get the right clients, the clients who really want and appreciate you. Yes. And you pick that up really quickly when you yes. talk to people. Yeah. So then you booked to the book to these people. Um, you met with them and you did the needs analysis. There are seven things that have that you have happened there so that you can shoot to sell. Was that whole concept of finding out what they're gonna buy ahead of time and then just shooting it? Did that did that resonate and how did that help you? Yes, that helps tremendously because I mean, for me, I work really fast and I don't, I like to shoot with purpose anyway. I don't like to just kind of hodgepodge willy nilly throw something together and hope I get the, the good photos that they're going to like. And so knowing specifically what I'm going to present to them later, it helps a lot, especially like that list in my head that I always yeah. like to have. I can keep a yeah. mental note of You're like, this is going to sell. And this is how I have to shoot it. Right. You're shooting in a specific way that they can't say no to. Yes. Right. You don't just spray and pray. I remember that's what I did. I just spray oh, and pray, yeah. get, chase them around the park and hope they bought something. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Instead of yep. going yep. in there with a plan. Yes. And then you got the software sample that you had to figure out. You built the presentation, you sat with them and helped held their hands. You uh -huh. served them at a really high level. Yeah. How did that go? Any yeah. surprises? Did, was it helpful? Were you scared? I, I mean, I was a little bit nervous, but by the time we got to the sales presentation, I had already met them a couple of times. So it's not like they were strangers anymore. And it helped a lot that the activity I did was really fun and the shoot was really fun. So it left everybody feeling really good and is they should. having a good time. And so yeah. they brought that back to the yeah. presentation too. Yeah. And they know your prices. They know everything. So you weren't going in there scared or you shouldn't have been, no. were you? Like you were, were you, I find that it's my favorite part. Like yeah. I get to present this beautiful artwork to my clients. It's so mm -hmm. exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't secretive about what I was charging. Everybody knew that yeah. the cheapest thing they were going to get from me cost this much money yeah. and they're still there. So yeah. So why be nervous other than like, it's new and I'm still yeah. figuring it all out. And that's, what's so nice is the confidence in my own pricing. Like there's a reason that I'm charging this. And by then I've already communicated that to them. Yeah. And they're still here. So yeah. And they're like, excited. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then when you started taking the order and you're adding it up and you're like, it's more than $250. Yeah. How are you feeling that first yeah. presentation? Well, I still kind of had like disbelief was sort of the, the, the trend for me all through boutique breakthrough was I can't believe this is working. This isn't, this is crazy. Like this is nuts. Who are these people? Like, but I just kept working. I just kept doing it and it worked. I would do it and it would work. 
so I, I still feel that way. Like I, I can't believe it. It's working. Yeah. Did, did you expect them to call back the next day? Like, surely they're going to be like, can I just get the digital files or cancel or whatever? Yeah, I did. I, that insecure part of me did, but I rationally, I knew that wasn't going to happen because I, I was crystal clear that they were not going to get a digital file and that's okay. And that was probably the biggest thing that I've taken from this whole training is I am very confident in why I don't do digitals anymore. And it, people can't argue with you when you're that confident. They just, they either want to do it or they don't. Yeah. And yeah. when they're there at the sales presentation, obviously they do want to, or they wouldn't be here. Yeah. That's so cool. And then you can and help them pick their artwork. You're holding their hand, you're serving them. They're happy. So you've had several orders totaling about what you had. You had 12 clients came in that who came in yeah. Most were over a Julie, right? A Julie is a thousand dollar order. Yeah. Yeah. I, I made a, about $8,000 off of the first marketing strategy I implemented. I mean, how crazy is that? And really our goal <laughs> is that you get one client so you can go through the whole system and feel what it feels like and get that yeah. one Julie. Yeah. Because once you did it once, weren't you like so much more motivated for the next and the next and the next, right? Yes. Yes. Like I, it, you get this momentum and you want to keep doing it. So I did, I did the, the marketing strategy. The one time I made the money and then I did it again for newborns specifically. And that's taking me through January and February because people are having their babies now. So yeah. this marketing strategy that I put in place two months ago is bringing actual revenue at a time when photography really doesn't do yeah. much right now. Yeah. And so, you're kind of newly married. What does your hub, yeah. hubby say about this business? <laughs> he is so great. He is hugely supportive. And my stepkids are too. They're, I'm very lucky. I always tell people that this is a family business because they like build props for me. I bring them to shoots and all that. So they're, they're very supportive. But my husband was very cautiously skeptical of the whole thing. He was like, I mean, I really want, I want you to do it if you think it's going to work, but I don't want you to get your hopes up and then be disappointed. And, and I was like, yeah, I, I don't want that either, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. And so now he's like all in, <laughs> he's like, yeah, whatever she tells you to do, just do yeah. it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I yeah. love it. You know, and that's what, that's what people who love us do, right. They, they're yeah. scared. They don't want to see us fail. Like it sounds scary. Uh -huh. It sounds almost too good to be true. What do you say yeah. to someone who's like, all right, she went, she got all these leads, she booked 12, she made eight grand. Like that sounds fairy tale. It sounds too good right. to be true. Right. What, what do you say to those people knowing what you know about boutique now? Yeah. I, I feel like when I was on the other side of this, when I was doing this five day challenge with you and you had Aaron on, I was like, that'd be cool, but I, I don't know, whatever I'll see, but I I'm here now. And I'm continuing with your program and there's a reason for that. And I love it. I, I, yeah, I am all you're in the, Sarah Petty. So <laughs> awesome. You're the new Aaron. You're like, yeah. oh, this Aaron girl. Yeah. So if you listen to Aaron who did the same thing. She came on, she shared her story and yeah. you thought, what did you think? Like, well, I want that too. I want to do what she did. Or were you like, there's no way. Yeah. Like I said, it was disbelief, which I, I still kind of have a little bit of it, but I mean, I, you see it around, so you know it's possible, but it was just kind of 
getting across the hurdle of, okay, she is doing it and I can be her too. There's no reason that I can't do that too. So I love that. You just, just do it. You have nothing to lose because if what you were doing was working, you wouldn't be here. Totally. Oh, I agree. Guys, I hope Lindsay's story showed you what's possible when you ditch the digitals and go all in on boutique. It doesn't matter if you've had clients for years or you're just getting started and building your business from the ground up as boutique. There's no better way to have meaning and impact as a photographer while putting your family first than by following the boutique model. We have this upcoming eight-week boutique breakthrough workshop coming up starting Monday. If you're interested in learning pricing, selling, and marketing for a boutique business and getting your first 1K client, your Julie, then talk to one of my strategy coaches today. Hi, photographer friend. It's been another unpredictable year with a lot of unknowns. But one thing I know is that business has gone on for boutique photographers around the world. And they even had record profits in 2021 despite all the chaos. You're probably wondering, how do they do it? And that's what my entire three-day live virtual event, Go Boutique Live, is about. Showing you what is working right now from marketing to selling to what products clients are buying. Each day, you'll also hear from speakers I've curated who are world changers, bringing you proven training to help you get unstuck. Start moving forward, get out of your own way so you can achieve what you were made to do. Go Boutique Live is the world's only three-day live event just for boutique portrait photographers. And in 2022, Go Boutique Live is 100% virtual. That means you can literally be anywhere in the world and attend on February 15th, 16th, and 17th, 2022. We've hired Tony Robbins event team to bring you a live, interactive, immersive three-day virtual event. Not some three-day Zoom snooze fest. I'll be able to see you and interact with you while you're seeing me on a stage and all the other boutique photographers attending Go Boutique Live will be there right with you. These are unprecedented times, but the bright side of that is you have an unprecedented opportunity to get access of three full days of training on what's working now for boutique photographers without leaving home. You don't have to get a flight or a hotel and no risk of sickness. This is your chance to immerse yourself in everything boutique. So you can make big leaps in your photography business despite the unknown. Grab your ticket now before prices go up and we will sell out at www.goboutiquelive.com. That's goboutiquelive.com and I can't wait to see you there.